Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message from Dave Hogan. Thank y'all. Y'all can sit down for a minute. Thank y'all, everybody. It's awesome. Sorry, I was. Let me show you. I'm gonna show you as well. Come come here. Uh, Give a second. We're busy over here. For him and we're praying to bring you to Philippines and blah 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 blah. Says the prayer of the Apostle John. I said, you know, I want I want you to see the invitation. I'll look it up later. Well, well, you see it then. Yeah. Y'all good? Yeah. Shakaba. So am I. Here, let me come on get closer to y'all's goodies over here. So. I was trying to decide this morning how to go about these two services and uh, because I, w- I want the best fuel or octane power for the moment, right? Uh, because uh, I, I, I use in my motorcycle, in my four-wheel drive, I use this additive called Moroso. It's racing fuel. It, it changes your octane by 10, 10 points. And if you got the wrong engine, it'll literally melt your pistons to the wall. But if you have the right engine, the right mixture, and the right opportunity, you can get quite a bit of horsepower out of this stuff. So that's what it's all about, trying to figure that out, how to get it put together the right jets through the carburation, the right airflow, the right mixture, so that the energy will pop at the right time, right? You get it? Yeah. You don't understand racing terminology. I'll be through with it in just a second. Okay, I'm through. <laughs> I bless you, hey. I bless your land in the name of Jesus. Because it does matter that I bless your land. Holy Ghost. Because when I was younger, I was, re- I still am pretty much in y'all's world, a Spitfire type person. Uh, but when I was younger, boy, I mean, I was quite an aggressive fighter type. I just attack anything that was out of order. I don't do it anymore. If you want to go to hell, I- I'm going to have to get the door for you. You know it's wrong. You know you shouldn't do it. But you want somebody to coddle you and listen to me. Look at me. You see how old I am? No, 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 no. I'm through coddling. You want to go to hell, let me get that door for you and let me give you one more kick. I'm going to have to let you do it. I mean, you really need it. If you want it, you need it. But there's, there, there's an option that's suggested by the fire of God, the Holy Ghost. God killed his boy for you. And I really need you to understand that, that it's reality. It's real. It's, uh, okay, 
Jesus is king. Let me, let me get off that hard side. Come here, woman, please. This here is Mrs. Hogan. And uh, <laughs> she's, uh, I, like, I like her, this lady. Well, I'll say most of the time. And uh, if you want honesty, you probably don't. So, uh, but we've 49 years. Uh, I want y'all to know I didn't tell y'all, but whenever I get to 50, see, see I'm looking for that 50-year deal. Uh, I'm really looking for that. I need you to hang out for that, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> you want to say something? You sure? Sure. You look nice, Thank don't you? you? Yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah, you are. Yeah. So I'm I'm really looking I'm looking for that fifty year deal. Uh not everybody makes it for lots of reasons. Uh, and I really would like to make it. Uh I'm already past what my daddy did. He went on and died and left us. Uh my mama's still around. She's amazing saint of the Lord. She's ninety three. She, healthy lady, she's starting to lose track a little bit. Thank you, God. She needs to move on. She's she's had a good, long, hard run. It's time for her to move on. I saw her. I saw her a few months ago, and I told her, "Dude, you're taking up somebody else's space, <laughs> breathing somebody else's air." And uh, look at you, see that. Look how quick you turned on me. Here I am raising the dead one minute and a hero. Next minute you're going to stone me. I can do both. I can take the stones and I can raise the dead. How about that? So just bring it on. So, so it's all right. And, and boy, that woman, you know, she's, is, is feisty okay or is that not okay? Is that all right? Because there's some words I use that gets me in trouble with y'all. Feisty's okay? Okay, all right. My mama is feisty. She's, boy, she's this little wildcat thing. And, uh, boy, when I told her she needs to move on, you ought to see. <laughs> yeah, you can tell she was alive, all right. <laughs> little claws came out. <laughs> She said, you are not in control of me. She said, my God is, and I go when he says, and you just have to back off. Yes, ma'am. I had that figured out. I was joking, actually. Okay, moving on. Personal family stuff, none of your concern, right? <laughs> yes, uh, she's a good lady, though. I'm very fortunate to have a really brand new verse for y'all and uh, it's in uh, Romans chapter 8 <laughs> it really is it's awesome verse 14 y'all there <laughs> see I do this so much I talk every day I preach every few minutes, somewhere around the planet. I have determined to be joyful and, and make it a fun thing. 
for me. <laughs> Fun for me. And uh, my gauge is sitting right over here. When she's here, I, I, I check her every now and then, make sure her complexion's still normal because it'll turn bright red every now and then, and I know I'm in trouble. Jesus. Now, I'm going to come after you here, Sunday morning crowd. I'm an eighth-generation preacher. I was raised in church before I was born. I was there. So, I understand part of what why people go on Sunday morning. Some of them only go on a few holidays. It's called religion. I don't do that part. I do a different part. It's called Son of God part. And uh, so I'm pleased to notify you that God wants to make everybody, all of us, sons and daughters of Zion. And uh, I've got a thing I want to talk about here now this evening. Uh, this fire thing, I, there's been an amazing miracle. I'm not going to tell it now, but listen to me. What all of us are looking for, I saw it the other day. And I'm going to share it with, it's got to do with fire and that, so I'm going to mix it up, all right? Uh, but it's really scary. Golly. Okay. Because you'd think, old as I am, I'd quit going out in these war zones and confronting the enemy, but something about it is makes me feel like I'm alive. I feel life when I'm under this kind of stress with those bad guys. It really does make me, it's enjoyable to me. I mean, I can, so much adrenaline, I can smell blood in my nose. But, but that's all right as well. <laughs> So let's do this little Bible deal thing. Romans 8, verse 14. This is what it says. All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Verse 15. Look, at, look I'm making some headway. For the Spirit which you have now received is not a spirit of slavery. Say it. I'm not a slave. Holy Ghost, say it, I'm a free man. <clears throat> Holy Ghost, you see, my wife is the only one that was around when I was a slave and in chains to hell. You have no idea how aggressive and angry and uh, I was really a bad guy. I carried two pistols and a knife and had a shotgun and a rifle in the truck and would use them on you. And, and it was the church that disappointed me and made me angry. And it was the Jesus that came and audibly spoke to me and brought me back. He witnessed to me. And his witnessing was this, you must be born again. He said that to me four times on a jet airplane. 
And I finally got angry at the voice uh, and spoke back to it in the jet now, in a jet, loud. Because I thought everybody was hearing the voice. <laughs> but they weren't evidently. <laughs> I'm sorry to y'all. But God speaks and talks to me sometimes, and I think everybody's in on it. You're not somehow. I don't know why you won't listen. Uh, so I don't know that answer. Uh, so that's you. That's your problem. But mine is I hear things and see some stuff, and it's sometimes overbright for my environment. And when Jesus spoke to me once, and I said back to him, I'm not. I'm not getting born again. It's not going to happen. See, it wasn't that I didn't believe. I believed he was the son of God. I did. I promise you. I was raised. I was brainwashed from a kid to believe the gospel. And I did believe it. But the church, and I'm not going to express that because I'll get angry about it. Just dadgummit lied to me. There ain't no reason for you to lie to folks. Stop it. If you want to be a devil, there's the door. But if you want Jesus, let's do it together. Come on. And let's be honest. Let's understand that we all know that we're each humans and there's not a perfect thing on this planet other than the mercy of God. Yeah. And we can live with, I can live with that. Honestly, I can. And uh, but, so I brought this up to God. I said, you show me one. See, I was taught the Bible uh, from the time since I was in that little carrier thing. My mother <coughs> was diligent to teach us only the Bible. And I, I appreciate her so much for that uh, because I didn't have any other thing but the Bible for a while. And before I went to school, I could show, teach you. I could quote every story in the Bible exactly as it happened according to what's written. And uh, so she taught me about a few hands, Moses and Elijah and a few of them, Jesus and Paul and a few of them. And so whenever Jesus came to me and spoke audibly to me, my response to him was, I'm not doing it. There's no one that's acting like Jesus. And I said to heaven, these words, you show me one. I don't need a stack of people. I just want one person that can actually do the job. And the voice spoke right, I mean, it was instant, spoke right back to me. I'm going to make you that guy. It stunned me that such an offer was made. It shocked me. I'd been drinking. I was wild. I, all of us were when it, before. You know that. So I was undid my belt, moved out into the aisle of a moving jet now over Wyoming, Rocky Mountains in North America. Lifted my hands up and led myself to Jesus right there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. 
And I want you to understand, that's all yay God voices and getting saved. But how do you go from this wild, angry maniac to a on-fire maniac for God raising the dead? How, how do you make the trip? And that is why you want me to talk to you. Because I have figured it out. That's why I have a job. See? And I see it as simple. Uh, those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. I need you to let heaven touch you and guide you. Where you are is okay. But if you let the Spirit of God lead you, it's not where you'll be tomorrow. Next week, next month, next year, there will be a change evident to everyone. Most modern Christians are comfortable and they won't like you going with the spirit of life. They want you to moderate, moderate yourself and sit down. The answer to that is not no, it's hell no. I'm going with Jesus. I'm not going to hell. Hell, no. Jesus, yes. And so it brings you this journey I, I, figured, I, I used to think it was all about dead raising, right? Man, I was possessed. You still think I am, and I am. I am, I agree. But, but you need to be, so, okay. All right. So, so the further I went down this trail, started bumping into more and more energy, getting more and more accomplished. First four years, there was everybody I prayed for died. I'm serious, it was Awful. But then it changed, started changing. The very first one was an epileptic girl. 19 years, three, three sessions a day, Hale came and tried to stick her tongue down her throat with that epilepsy. And Jesus healed her instantly. It was, I was freaked out. Everybody was. We was all going to say, what? And then this crippled kid, 17 years, he just, you ought to have heard the bones snapping and popping when, when they straightened out because that Holy Ghost just straightens it out and fixes it. And you're just sitting there going, what? And so it, 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 it encourages you when you finally start winning. It, it makes you feel like I can do this. And so you keep taking a few more steps toward it. And you don't even know you're doing that. It's a journey. It's, uh, it's not a thing. It's a journey. It's not, it's not a fire tunnel, a miracle. It is a journey toward God that includes all of these benefits. <clears throat> and I'm right about this. I have searched this. I've been in every corner of this globe I've been, I've been around every kind of holy man asking questions, listening. I want the truth. Uh, so, okay. So, heaven got me in Mexico finally. And I am the most green, 
I have no experience. Now, back in Louisiana, where I'm from in the United States, when I first got whacked with the power, with the, the Holy Ghost fire and death, boy, we was winning 50 to 70 people a week. Listen, you have no idea. You think you know what a bus all looks like. When one's loose, it's got Holy Ghost on it. Son, you are, wow. It's awesome. I was in every prison, every hospital, every older folks' home, every, every drug hangout, every bar. I think y'all call them pubs. I, I was in every place hell was, I went. On purpose. And everybody knew me because I was a gang guy before. And I still was carrying my guns in those days. And so they, they were still afraid, and they should have been, because I, was, I wasn't confused, but I wasn't all the way settled as to, that I shouldn't use my gun. And uh, so it was a little bit annoying to a lot of Christians. And I don't even have my guns up here, and I'm annoying most of you in here. <laughs> it, and so I finally put my guns down. That's when this woman, she came home from work one afternoon, and my my fishing boat, my nets, fishing nets, my were gone. I had seventeen guns; they were all gone, but two. Uh, everything was gone. And she walked around. She didn't say I work. She walked around look, looking for all that stuff. It was gone. She walked in, touched me on the chest. She said, now I believe you. Because see, I had different gods. And I gave them up. For what? His name is Jesus. And I'm not a good guy, but I'm right about this. And now I get to fish and hunt. I get invited. I'm getting, I got an invitation to go over here to the Canary Islands, uh, those 1,000-pound black marlin, uh, grizzly bear in Kodiak Island in Alaska, the salmon runs. The, I'm invited everywhere to fish and hunt all over the world. And I do some, not much, uh, occasionally. But I want you to understand properly that I gave up my life for his. Because what I'm fixing to tell you is aggressive. And tonight is more aggressive to me, how I view what we do. Because there's, 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 there's things that the body needs in play to prove the authenticity and the power of the Holy Ghost. And most of us run without it. But I need to encourage you to not give up, not give in, stay on the course, stay on the journey, because there's, there's waypoints along the trail that will refuel you and fire you for the next way station. And I need you to be patient. To run the race. Please. Uh, and I'm, I'm impetuous, I'm aggressive, I'm wild. But there's one thing I am, stable. 
and patient. <laughs> it's surprising that such a human could be that way. But, but I like stability. I enjoy the force of immovable things. I like that. In this walk in God, you have to be that way. All right, look, I'm going to read this to you and then tell you a story and then we're done. Is that okay? Is that all right? It, I'm coming at you. I, you can feel it. I know you can. I'm, I'm coming straight out, straight on, buddy. And I'm not going to flinch. I'm serious. I want this so bad. Mm. <laughs> so, thank you. I felt them fly. Thanks, sir. I got to find this verse. Y'all got to hang out a minute because I'm not confused. I'm just lit up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> go over to Psalms, please. Uh, it's not a Psalms of David. Psalms of David stop at 73. I don't know who wrote it. I don't care. It's, it's Psalms 139, please. <laughs> Theologians will figure it out and tell y'all, and they'll seem seem knowledgeable, but they can't raise it to Ed, so don't listen to him. <laughs> that was very nice, very appropriate. You see how I like my job, right? You guys, you see how I like my job? The thing about it is, where I'm standing, you can do so much more because you got youth. If you'll take that and submit it to the Holy Ghost and put the fire with it and, and don't let anything turn you. Single-minded, single-minded. I'm fierce and I should probably listen to other things here and there. It ain't going to happen. Jesus is king. Psalms 139. I want you to look at this. Verse 7. You there? Holy Ghost. <laughs> Jesus. Holy. Do I have time to read this and then tell a story? I really want to get this off my chest. Because <laughs> it is on there. You can tell. I want you to look at verse 7. This is amplified. Where can I go from your spirit? See, that's the deal. You think, <coughs> after service, I'll run home, give me some Nando's, go to the cul-de-sac, and then I'll be there with us forward no more. Maybe the dog is invited. You know, but where can you go from the spirit of God? There's not a location where you're out of the present. Or where could I flee from your presence? <coughs> Excuse me, I gotta have a drink. Sorry. If I ascend into heaven, that's where we all want to go. We'd we we would rather heaven because we feel like it's a place of comfort and safety. We've been taught that our whole life. 
We're going to all get there and kick off our sandals, walk through the clover with an ephod on, doing some little heart thing. I don't know where he got that. But if you go ahead and read your Bible, you'd find out we're going to be busy working for God. I don't know what doing, but it's busy. I better not do that. That'll probably flip over in a minute. Oh, serious? I'm going to have to start paying you. <laughs> taking care of me. <laughs> if I send up into heaven, you're there. Now watch it. This is the, mo- the one I like the most is the second part of this verse. If I make my bed in hell, shell, the place of the dead. You are there. See, that is so contrary to the way you believe. You, you, you feel like because these wolves of hell, these bears, these sharks have isolated you out of the herd and you're alone paddling on the top about to sink and all of a sudden you get hit by one of these great whites. Whack! And they drag you down into the depths and you feel alone. I got some good news for you that are there. God is with you. Of course, we want verse 9. If I take the wings of the morning. We, we like that happy thing better. Or dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. We don't like being in the <laughs> No, we don't like that part. God is with us. I've got some really good news for you. I realize a few of you have made some bad decisions and you want to blame it on everything, every devil, every bad thing. It's You don't want to sign the paper, knucklehead. Get out of the contract and don't do it again. Work your way out. We got this. We can do this. Patience. Just a few minutes ago, I'm not going to go into any details, but I was, oh, the federal government of the United States was attacking me personally. <coughs> I was up for a five-year sentence and 20000 U.S. dollars because of some crit- criticizer or whatever you call those people, devils. And they lied, and so government got after me, and bam, there you go and go to jail. But I'm not going to give you any details, but just while I go up in that room, right up there, my phone rang, and I've got the document. You have been found free. You are a free man. <laughs> all this preaching and all this energy you've been seeing, I was under such pressure it's not just one. There's several of these outstanding fights and wars that are out there all around you. But they're necessary. They make it tough. Where is your heart? You don't know if it doesn't take a trip to hell or under the ocean a few times. And I don't want any of you to go there. But if you're breathing the same air I am, you will eventually make it there. You just need to know God is with you. And we got this. We can do this. And I'm going to read to you why. 
says it right here. I want to confess this over you in Melbourne and Victoria and Australia. It says these words. Even there shall your hand lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Say thank you, right hand. Look at verse 11. Surely the darkness shall over cover me and the night shall be the only light about me. That's pretty dim, isn't it? But I want you to keep reading. Don't stop there. That's where I am. Praise the Lord. No, let's just keep on reading. It may be a true statement. You may be in duress, and I do, I do care and want to help. But you need to keep reading the word first. Because this is what it said. Verse 12, even the darkness hides nothing from you. The light of the gospel overrides and trumps everything. It says, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light, look at this, are the same. And none of us believe that. If we did, we'd be, nothing could control us or hold us. We would be on fire. And I want to encourage you to let that become who you are. For it doesn't matter your surroundings. Everything's the same. There, there, there's so many heavy wars on me personally and my wife. And, but you can't see it on us. I'm not going to let you see it. It's just, a, it's just a distraction. It's just false. It's false. It ain't real. No matter how dark it is. To my king, it's all the same. We see the difference. He doesn't. He sees it all alike. He loves us. I tell you, he loves you. All right, that's what I want to say, and I want to say this too. This, this miracle, I want to tell you, it's really aggressive. It's not my fault. I just happen to be in a geograph geographical location. I got invited uh, by the Holy Ghost to, to this place called La Zona Critica de Mexico. It's a critical zone of Mexico. I didn't know it. Dude, I'm a kid. You don't, you don't know stuff when you're a kid. You just, you just are scary because you just do stuff. And everybody around me, all the governments, American, Mexican, all the people that have wisdom, they were telling me, don't do it. And I'm looking at them. Because I know I have to submit to them. I have to. And God's over there going, come on, son. I got this. And, I, and I'm listening. He's telling me. And all of this stuff that I know is not lying to me. is telling me, don't do it. So I look at her, and I told her, I got to go. You know what she said to me? I'm with you. Let's go. And we step into this. God. And now I've been shot and beaten, left for dead, and 
stoned dozens of times, imprisoned dozens of times, and wow! But also all this great power and energy is unfolded in front of us, all of us. And uh, boy, these people got mad at me, and most of them uh, threw me out of the synagogue. Because I believe Jesus is the Messiah. Not the fair you sees or sad you sees. Put the soldier back. Because... <laughs> I didn't have any money. When you don't listen to the powers that be, they jerk your cords. And they block you, your progress and all of this. It's called politics in the church. But I told her, what did Esther say? What did Queen Esther say? Do y'all remember what she said? If I perish, I perish. But I'm going to see the king. That's us. It's called faith. It's not easy sometimes. Because you don't like being the outcast. You don't like being the one they cut money on. You don't like being the one who's got little kids that need stuff. Education, clothes, toys. And your wife's looking at you going. And I just look at her. I don't, I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> Jesus. And my truck is broke in the front, front end. I'm a mechanic. Front end is out on my truck. Costs 135 U.S. dollars. Y'all know that's not much unless you don't have it. So I look at her. I see you. And I walk off with kids crying and her crying. That's hard to do sometimes. When all I got to do is a little bit of compromise, you know, it all goes better. But it turns out, out there in them woods, by myself, I'd go out a month, a month and a half at the time, leave her with the kids, with nothing. <laughs> Me in the woods, sleeping on a trail, sleeping by a creek in somebody's cornfield, in a cave. Boy, it's hard. But I found something, y'all. I found something. I'm out there. Coming in with bloody feet and wounds from being stoned. And this woman patched me up. Never said a word. Never has said a word. It's awesome. You ladies amaze me. And so, uh, I found an environment. Must have been 500 villages. Never heard the name of Jesus. And I found it. <laughs> and I started hiking in. Whew. 
That wasn't even a road. It wouldn't have been a matter if my truck was fixed or not. Couldn't get in there. So I'm hiking in there. And this 500 villages turned into 5,000 villages. Five million people living up in there. Found them. Started working them. They're tribal. They're Aztecos. Village gets born again. Miracles. This one guy was crippled witchcraft. Blind. I roll in there. Pray for him, and right in front of the witch doctor standing there with his machete. If it don't work, he's going to cut me with a thing. And all of a sudden, the guy starts snapping and popping, and the blind, his blind eyes popped open. He looked right at the witch doctor and said, did you do that? And the guy threw his knife down. No. It was this guy's God. And the blind guy, who is now seeing, said, what's his name? Jesus. So things broke open, and now we have, I don't know, several hundred churches out in that thing. Thousands of believers, and on and on goes awesomeness. But here, now this is 28 years ago when all that first part started. But now, see, the thing is about the journey, the continuance, the waypoints. Are you hearing me? That's all great that we made it through the hard time in the beginning and, and we opened all this greatness up. And that's, that's awesome. But you have to keep going. Many of you in here that's my age, you've quit. This is when you're the most needed. Come on. So, one of my, ah, things on me, y'all better run. <laughs> that thing this evening, you're going to get popped, you should leave. You should go to Nando's and stay there. <laughs> Listen, uh, thank y'all for y'all's patience. I wanted to get this off, because this guy, one of, one of the guys, one of the first Christians that's been with me 25 years. Good man. He's, he's, a, he's still an Indian. He's still in his, the, uh, he, uh, he, I don't know how to say it, traditional. Because I never went there with America. America is not the answer. I only brought him Jesus. And I'm very cautious about that. Because it'd be easier if I just change a few things and let them change over a little bit. It's not my call. They're Indians. God invited me there to preach Jesus, and that's it. So that's all I do. So, but one of them, he's been with me. He don't even speak Spanish. I had to learn his language so I could talk to him. So I did. But they send me a message. Antonio is sick, Brother David. And Antonio's been with me from the beginning. Guy's a good, stable, older gentleman. We've walked, I don't know how many mountains together. I went and saw him. His feet are infected. Jungle has lots of things out there that'll kill you. 
We started praying for him. The more we prayed, the worse his feet got. Now, here we go. He went to the doctor and his feet, both of his feet, are disconnecting at the ankle. All right, I'm sorry to you about the next statement. He finally went. They were going to do some surgery to try to patch it up, put some metal in there. They just sent him home. They said, look, you come back on X day, we're going to cut your legs off. Your life's through. He came there. When I went there, his feet, listen, the Achilles is in the, in the very back here is what's holding The rest of him is undone. His feet are disconnected. Y'all, I went there. And that man grabbed me on the leg because he can't stand up, right? You know what he said to me? Ajuda me, hermano David. Help me, brother David. Dude, me and them elders that was with me, we laid down on the floor. We called out to heaven. God, none of us are worth it. We know that. But if you just help us. Please. No, there was no fire. There was no great emotional. It was that song we were singing. When you can't feel he's there, he's still working. When you can't see him, doesn't mean a thing. If you wake up and your bed is in hell, say, welcome, Father. And so, all of a sudden, I got word. His feet are reconnecting. I was with him a few days ago. You should have seen that old Indian. You should have seen us dancing together. Brand new feet on that guy. He just... He just walked up to me. He always walked like this, little knees bent, like he's got a heavy corn load on or something. He just walked up to me, looking at me, because they wear a thing called calzone. What is that in uh, muslin material? Uh, they, they, ain't, they don't dress like you. And he walks up to me. He just looks at me, a little crooked cowboy hat. Young, quick. Thank you very much. That's Aztec, by the way. Thank you very much, Brother David. New feet. That's 30 years down the trail. You hear me? This is valuable for everybody. We have to stay the course. We have to be the one that manages. We have to be that one. There's lots of people depending on you and you don't even know it. And you have to be that guy. That old Indian. You never know him probably, but he's a great guy. Man, he loves me. His family, his wife, is just a, she's the best cook. Oh, my God. She makes the best tortillas of anybody. 
God like going to her house and eating with her. She just sits there and smiles and pats me on the head, just keeps putting food in front of me. Just looking at her, dude, that's enough. <laughs> what do you think she's going to give me for them new feet of her husband? You know, it's Donkey Kong time. It's on. Your God, a few days ago, gave him new feet. In this generation. So, I bless you, and I need you to stand up. Because it's doubtful I'm going to pray for everybody. But I tell you what I will do. I will, the ones of you that feel like you're ready for this type of environment and the, for the steady course, the main course, the longevity, the, all of that stuff, I want to call you to come down here with me and we're going to spend a minute just worship, all right? Together. The ones of you that are interested. Because... This is a long way down the trail, you know. <laughs> I don't know how many mountains I've walked over. Thousands. The whole Andes range from the Tierra de Fuego to, the, to Alaska. I've walked that whole thing. Preaching Jesus King. Now we're all over the Himalayas. A few days ago, you don't know this, I don't, don't brag much. But I was over there and... Uh, Northern India, in Sikkim, right on the border with Nepal. K2, the second largest mountain in the world, is out the window. Right on the Nepal border in China. India, I was in India though. Well, they said I was. Who knows? Thousands of people came, y'all. And... Should have seen the miracle. I couldn't even get in to preach. Just too many people, mountain people. Nobody cares. I do. <laughs> and it's right to care. I couldn't even get to them. There's so many. So I laid down on the floor and rolled over the sick. Every kind of disease, cancer, tumor, AIDS, tuberculosis, fevers I never heard of. Blind, deaf, cripples. Should have seen them getting appealed. I didn't lay hands on any of them. I rolled over the top of them. And there ain't no such verse. I'm sorry to you. I should have been more obedient, I guess. Couldn't do a proper line. It just... Had to happen the way it happened. Took me seven days to get to that mountain. And I'm an experienced mountain guy. I need you to want this. I, I'm not going to put any pressure on any one of you. It's doubtful. I'll touch anybody right now. We're going to do that in a minute. After a while. But I, I just thank y'all. Y'all are a blessing. Thank you. Your music's amazing. I don't remember if I told y'all. Thank you, all of you. Listen, listen to me, y'all. We got this. 
And I can't, I can't make it, express it enough to you how human I personally am. But how awesome God really is. I can't tell you the hundreds of times I'm standing up trying to explain something like this. All of a sudden the Holy Ghost will hit me and spin me. He'll hit me on, on the shoulder. Pow! And, I, and there's nothing there, but something hit me. Spin, and I'm spinning, and he just goes out. It's real, y'all. This thing is real. How do you get new legs, new feet on somebody? I don't know. All I know is we went there, and we laid on our face, and we asked for mercy, and it came. Why? He loves us? Y'all theologians know the answer to that. I don't know. Jesus loves us. You hear me, Brother Alex? I got a brand new pair of feet out of the deal. Don't know how. Ask for them, maybe? Boy, that man was hurting one and a half years. His feet rotted off him. And then he got some new ones. I don't know why. I don't know what the journey is about. I don't get any of that. I just am grateful because our God is amazing. I suffered as he suffered, but I rejoice as he rejoices. You understand me, right? <clears throat> Can you? I bless you, you hear me, right? You young folks that's looking at me, you listen to me. I'm right about this. I've been down that trail, and that political thing is foolish. That religious thing is way more foolish. You just need to be on fire. You need the fire of the mercy, the goodness. How do you take a man new feet? Where does that, who even thinks of that? I didn't. I was, just, I was just asked to do it. You can't do that. You know you can't. I'm going to wear on your intellect just a little. Jesus is king. You hear me? Just an old, that, that Indian dress has been around like 2,000 years. They've been wearing that same thing. You think I care? They ain't clothes, dude. It's Jesus. I just wish you could see it. One of these days, some of y'all probably get to see it. I got some pictures of him I ain't going to show you. I don't want to. I actually knew Keith Green before he got killed. Lindale, Texas. Holy... Leonard Ravenhill him lived on the same farm. I went there twice, and Leonard Ravenhill gave me advice. You want to hear his advice? Shut up and seek God. <laughs> there you are. So let's do it. What do you say? Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this and other resources and information, 
Go to our website, firechurch.com.au.